Merry Christmas, uh, ho, 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 and um, jingle bells and all that. Welcome to the Christmas episode of uh, Pit of Chimps, Christmas Bonanza. On this episode, we've got the um, return of Acrobito's football report. Oh, yeah. We've got uh, Mark Commode returning with another song. Film critic turned pop sensation, Mark Mode. Um, we've got the return of Glenda Porkbelly Jones, of course, top Netflix producer. And we have also got the return of Land Alice, who will be reviewing Craig's Christmas Santa Grotto. There we go. Beautiful. How, uh,. How's your Christmas going so far? We're recording this on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Release, releasing it before Christmas. Yeah. It's Christmas Day last year. Yeah. Um, twenty, Nine. whatever year it was last year. Yeah. I can't remember now. Three. Twenty thousand and X. Yeah. So yeah, um, Christmas episode episode thirty three officially of uh, the Pit of Chimps uh, show. Yeah. Wild, wild and out, Chris. Tucker's wilding out on MTV. Speaking of wilding out, should we um, pull out? Uh, we got our Craig's um, pork mojito here. Should we give it a Oof, pour? Yeah, I'll have a bit of that. Right, let me fetch you my wine glass. How much do you want? Whatever. Just, and a slice of pork on the edge there. Yeah. Vegan pork for me. There we go. I'm just going to pour mine out here. Lovely pork. Ah, oh, well, Merry Christmas and all that, bollocks. Merry Christmas. Ah, oh, ching, ching. Chingy. Right, her. I thought, seeing as this Christmas, we had, on the Halloween special, we had a Halloween-themed drink. We had the Fago. Yeah. And um, so I thought we'll have... A Christmas drink for this Christmas special. Craig's pork mojito, uh, shipped specially in a um, mm-hmm. polythene bag. And speaking of Craig's, mm-hmm. we are of course sponsored by Craig's, Craig's. Craig's Bar. Craig's Bar. Mm-hmm. And they've got a little sponsorship message for us here. Come along to Europe's... Oh, actually, they've given me a little Christmas music bed as well. I'll turn this down a bit. Is that official? Yeah, this is their official Christmas bed. Huh. Come along to Europe's premier tourist destination this Christmas and enjoy the ass crunching of a lifetime at Craig's Bar. We'll be serving all your favourite seasonal drinks, the Elpis Espresso, Mold Sweat served fresh from Big Keith's undercarriage, and of course our famous Dog Dirt Mudslides. Our chef Doreen will also be serving a three-course Christmas meal for all our guests to reinvigorate you after your initial ass pounding. The starter will be a fried ball bag served with Doreen's secret sauce. Uh, the main will be placenta of Christ served with a side serving of Christmas wishes. Mm. And dessert will be Doreen's famous doctored Yule Log. Christmas at Craig's. Beat spending it with your family. It's true. Craig's, there we go. where everybody knows your anus. Yeah. Do 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 do. Ah. 
I'm uh, looking forward to going to Craig's uh, later. We'll be there shortly. Mm-hmm. I remixed the the Cheers theme tune with Annie Lennox. The, the few, oh best. yeah, yeah. I, I got a sponsor. I'm talking of tourist destinations. Mm-hmm. Um, come take a look at Santa's Cube here at Lapland. <laughs> Gaze at the cube under northern under the northern lights and enjoy a magical Christmas in brackets or holiday season to remember forever. Santa's Cube is licensed by the International Cube Federation and regulated by the Cube Authority of Mexico. Book early because Santa's Cube experience is one of the most coveted cube-themed festive events. Santa's got his hat on. Hip, hip, hip. Cube ray. Ah. There you go. Santa's Cube. Hooray, Cube. I suppose it slightly works. I don't know. We're from Lapland. Santa's Cube. Which is now located... Lapland is now located in Mexico, apparently. Ah, they moved it. They moved the... uh, for COVID reasons. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah, we're also sponsored by... Hey, asshole! Do you wish your Christmas stockings were a little wetter this year? Yes. Then Christmas Kevin's wet Christmas stockings have you covered. Dipped in our vat of premium liquids, our Christmas stockings will be wet and ready to be hung at the end of the bed or next to the fireplace. Place an order via fax or pager and we'll ensure your 21st and 80th stocking orders are discounted at 3% off the advertised delivery fees. Ah, oh, 21st and... 80th. 80th. Yeah, okay. not bad. Yeah. Um, Christmas Kevin's wet Christmas stockings. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh. There you okay. go. Christmas Kevin's wet Christmas stockings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. He's sponsored by Christ, apparently, which oh. is um, a new brand... Uh, I don't know what they make yet but um, we're also sponsored by so we've had some issues with some of our sponsors recently of course there was Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts of course then there was Chewy Jude's Juicy Truths uh-huh. and we had someone else last week <laughs> yeah. last time I can't remember um, the name didn't quite have a catchy enough ring to it to remember yeah evidently um, but now we've got another sponsor because we fell out with them as well yeah um, so we're now sponsored by Wide Clyde's Yuletide Lies. Ooh, some Yuletide festive. Lies here from Wide Clyde. Oh, just I got slappy there. Just yeah. want to say Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas, and to all our listeners, Happy Christmas, New Year, and everything else. Any uh, other religious festival or non-religious festival in between, just just get pissed if you want, or if you don't drink, then just have a nice heroin s- smile in your living room. <laughs> just nice just look into a mirror and have a nice smile. In your living room. Yeah. Or if you don't have a home, just smile looking into a door or something. <laughs> Anything you want. A puddle. Yeah, a puddle. Look down into the gutter. Yeah. Have a smile and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. So here we've got some Yuletide Christmas-themed lies here, so none of these are true. Oh, okay. Um, Santa Claus is based on a real man called Derek that lived in Bargoid in the 50s. Mm. He used to break into people's houses on the night of Christmas Eve, steal their food, and shit under their Christmas trees. Um, the reindeers are based on a collection of donkeys he stole from the local travellers. That's not true. None of that is true. Oh, I thought it was true. No. Um, another one here. The original Christmas dinner was mustard on toast with turkey twizzlers marinated in mushy peas. Um, it was altered to the Christmas dinner we know today in the 40s by Amazon.com to increase their sales of mint and cranberry sauce. Is that true? No, that again is a lie. Ah. Oh, That's okay. not true. Uh-huh. And um, finally, every Christmas, every single Christmas tree is actually the same height. They just look different due to the way our retinas are configured. That's true. 
That is also a lie. Ah. Okay. Yeah. So none of those are true. Oh. Well, there you go then. Something you learn. You learn something new every day, yeah. as they say. Talking of Christmas, um, can you name all of the Rambo movies? Mm. <laughs> well, in order, if of, possible. Uh, Christmas movies. Um, first Rambo. What first Rambo? <laughs> first Blood. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I, including any future releases. Okay. Uh, Twosies, Rambo Twosies. No, sorry. Rambo Two. Is it just called Rambo Two? No. First Blood Two. Second Blood. No. <laughs> um, I don't know that the second. I don't Rambo Three. I downloaded them all recently, actually. <laughs> Shall I just tell you the order? Yeah, go on. You're never gonna get it. It's um the first one is called First Blood. You got that right. Yeah. The next one is called Rambo First Blood Part Two. Okay. Okay. The next one is called Rambo Three. Not First Blood at all. It's just Rambo Three. <laughs> yeah. The one after that is called just called Rambo. <laughs> no, that's very confusing. <laughs> and then it's Rambo Last Blood, uh, okay. which is quite recent. Um, future releases in 2022, we've got Merry Christmas John Rambo, uh, in which John Rambo has to save Christmas from Vietnamese authoritarian uh, authoritarian rule. Oh. Um, in 2025, upcoming is Rambo Christmas Blood Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John Rambo returns to save Christmas from Vietnamese authoritarian rule. Uh, this star, this time starring Kevin Hart and Jake Wan. Um, so co-starring with Sly Stallone. Um, and then in 2029, so quite a, a way into the future, yeah. uh, we've got Rambo versus Sleepless in Seattle. Uh, um, it's a film which sees Kevin Hart, now the undisputed leader of Vietnam, um, with Christmas under their authoritarian rule. Uh, John Rambo sets out to vent his frustration by eliminating the cast of Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, yeah, including Tom Hanks, presumably. Everyone in that film, yeah. Wow, I look quite look forward to that. Bit of Rambo uh, action for you there on Christmas. <laughs> uh, got a fan letter. We only had one because it's Christmas. Everyone's busy. Yeah. Uh, this is from Pan Quack in Dorset. Oof, Quack Quack. Uh, is that Quack? K-W-A-K or is it Quack yeah. Q-U-A-C-K uh, Quack K-W-A-K-E-K Oh, okay With a silent E and K on the end It's a new one uh, And a question mark Yeah She says Hey Chimbos Big fan of the show although I must say I find that Simon a bit coarse Please Fair. mind your language my kids are listening Sorry Um what will you both be doing for Christmas this year? I'll be spending all day cooking while my husband masturbates over Facebook photos of me from 10 years ago before the accident. Merry Chimpmas and a happy New Year. Ah, very, very nice. There. Very nice. That's almost as good as Santa's Cubes one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll be doing this because it is Christmas Day. It is, yeah. From 2019 or whatever it was last year. Yeah. And, now, and then after this, we're going to obviously go to Craig's. Of course, like every year. Mm, every I day. practically live there, really, <laughs> to be honest. So, yeah, what are you going to be doing? Going to Craig's as well. <laughs> um, I'll see you there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll meet you in Craig's, and hopefully we'll see you there too, Pam, Quack, and your husband, maybe. Sounds like he needs a bit of uh, relief. Yeah, well, you're all welcome. Every- Everyone's welcome at Craig's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, not that we have a stake in it or anything. No. No. Uh, would you like the fruit rankings? Yes. Of festive course. edition of the fruit rankings. I've been speaking with Fruit Paul, and he has said that the rankings are official this time around. Oh, that's good. 
Yeah. And the, when were they not? Well, no, they're always official, but he's just put his seal of approval on it. Like uh, within the last five minutes. Because of the rumours. It's just come in via fax. Will tangerines still be able to hold on to the Christmas? Oh, we'll see, they're spot? quite festive, so who mm. knows. Um, so at number five. Okay, uh, so it's frog spawn. <laughs> um, new entry, uh, I think. I yeah, don't know, I, don't I can't think remember. Been in it before. Uh, number four. Oh, it's a uh, carbon neutrality. Oh, very popular at the moment. At the moment, yeah, everyone's all the rage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, number three. Take a look at these neurokinetics. <laughs> we have a vegan turkey crown. Oh, that's a new one. That is. Uh, Christmassy as well. Mm. And circumventing the meat ban that we have on the show. Um, yeah. My sneak this way in. Um, at number two. <laughs> it's, um, it's Turkish delight. Oh, so mm. normally in number two we've had, uh, or number three, a. Paper An origami of representation <laughs> of Wyoming. Yeah. Didn't make it in. Not festive enough, apparently. Maybe it's number one. Maybe it is. It's not. Oh. <laughs> okay. At number one in the fruit rankings. The Christmas number one is Clementines. Oh! Shocker. Right there. Yeah. Tangerine's out. Not even in the top five. Didn't even make it. They weren't festive enough, apparently. They've been there for God. That's why like Fruit Paul. I, I. That's why I asked Fruit Paul. I said, "Are you sure? Can you give the stamp of, of authority on it?" And he only got back to me in the last couple of minutes. Oh, well, good job he did. Cause so I wouldn't be able to read it otherwise. Yeah. Because I couldn't believe it when I read it. Boxley. Um, <laughs> I've got a celebrity letter. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, talking about letters. Um, I'll read it now. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> What's up? Um, it's Christmas soon, and I'm. Wait, hang on. It's Christmas soon, and I'm laying a fat egg, which, when hatched, will reveal a full Christmas dinner, complete with all the usual food trimmings such as stuffing, roast potatoes, and duck necks. Um, I've just blown a. <laughs> I've just blown a guy, and I'm now experiencing mild hallucinations. Blown a what? A guy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's going on? Am I even writing this letter? Yeah, yeah, you're right in this letter. Don't forget to pick up some mayonnaise from the store later, brother. You don't want to eat those delicious Coco Pop sandwiches without mayo, dude. I could really watch. <laughs> I, I could really watch some wrestling right about now. But even if I could find the remote control, I don't think I'm in any condition to operate it. My bottle of fake tan has exploded. <laughs> brother, I'm all sorts of messed up right about now. See you soon, Hogan. Oh, it was Hulk Hogan. Well, I, I don't know if it was Hulk Hogan. It just says Hogan. Oh, it might be Nick Hogan. Could be any of them. Yeah. Paul Hogan. <laughs> could be. For the Crocodile Dundee. Who knows? It just says Hogan. Hor- it could be a Horace Hogan from WCW. Yeah. Uh, Ky- Kylie, what's his daughter called? Linda. No, that was his wife. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. Brooke. Brooke Hogan, yeah. yeah. Could be her. Who knows? It could be another another Hogan. Uh, Birmingham City striker Scott Hogan, for example. <laughs> So there you go, a celebrity letter. We don't know how to write back to them or respond because um, we don't know who it is. <laughs> who it is? No. Well, I think now oh. it's time for the Allen Report. Oof, the Allen Report. 
It is time for the Allen Report. Christmas Allen. Christmas Allen! There's been lots of speculation about who will be crowned Christmas Allen this year, and I can now confirm that the accolade has been bestowed upon Alan Booksley, brother of Moot Booksley. Moot Booksley. There was stiff competition from Organic Allen and Dilapidated Allen, but in the end, Alan Booksley was undeniable. Moot Booksley. Uh, the Allen Warehouse will be open for extra hours this Christmas, where you can find all of your Christmas Allens, as well as a New Year's Allen or two. But get there fast, because Sweet Allen has already sold out, and there's only two Enchanted Allens left in stock. There's also a Turkey Allen going cheap, having not sold out during Thanksgiving. Um, I'm just getting word in that six runaway Allens have been caught in Honolulu following their escape from the Allen Sanctuary in Honolulu Zoo. Uh, Thankfully, they've been captured unharmed, although one of them did molest and murder a nearby child. The Allen Report. Yeah, an uplifting edition of the Allen Report there. (laughs) Yeah. Moot Booksley. Moot Booksley. Yeah. um, Wow. Who knew? Alan Booksley, number one, Alan. Christmas Alan. Christmas Alan, yeah. Hmm. Um, I think it's about time we do the final of the Ham and Eggs Cup, don't you? (gasps) Yes. Um, With special guest enforcer Belinda Carlisle. Oh, should we have the uh, on the outside? The national anthem. We should have the national anthem of the Ham and Eggs Cup. That's the Morrissey performance. The new and improved uh, version of the National Anthem there. Um, so, yeah, the final introducing in the red corner from. I don't know where they're from. In the red corner <laughs> is Fun Man. Oh. And in the blue corner, making his Ham and Eggs Cup debut, it's Johnny Wetwipe. What? Johnny Wetwipe. It's not Johnny Wetwipe, it's the Google bitch. No, he got eliminated. It was a shock in the last uh, episode. Johnny Wetwipe snuck in. No, the Google bitch won. No, he didn't. The you Google said Johnny Wetwipe. <laughs> no. You did. What was th- I'm not happy with this. The Google <laughs> bitch is in the final. <laughs> it's a triple threat match then. Oh, okay. Johnny Wetwipe, the Google bitch. I'll have to fax him in and, um, to say he's made the final. He's gone home now. Well, between the three, I think Dusty Bin's in there as well. It's a fatal four. <laughs> it wasn't a contestant. Bin. Uh, so we've got Dusty Bin, who's a strong, been a strong contender throughout the tournament. What a fuss. Um Fun Man, last year's finalist as well. Mm-hmm. He's redeemed himself. He's looked even better this year than last year. Belinda Carlisle has just removed Dusty Bin from the arena. Oh, what? He's, he's disqualified. She's <laughs> allowing Google Bitch in, but Dusty Bin has been disqualified. Okay, so it's between the Google Bitch and Johnny Wetwipe has put on a hell of a performance until he lost to the Google Bitch in the <laughs> semi-final. <laughs> Contested defeat. Who's it going to be? Um, Tense. It is to get to win a date with Robert Picardo. We should say the grand prize. Oh yeah. The winner is. 
It's the Google bitch. Oh. Well, he's going to enjoy that date with Robert Picardo, I'm yeah. sure. Um, from what was he from again? Voyager and um, Star Trek Voyager, that is. And he was in some other things as well. Oh, he played one of the bin men in The Birds. Oh, yeah, of course he did. And he was in something else. Maybe, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, earlier on in the show, you read out the Craig's uh, Christmas menu. Yeah. There, well, I actually uh, went to a Michelin star restaurant the other day for a Christmas uh, dinner when I went with my work. Ah. And they took us to a Michelin star restaurant for Christmas. Um, Craig's, you work at Craig's. Yeah, course. yeah, but they took us out for a proper meal. Mm. Um, so, so I'll read the menu out to you and see if you fancy any of it on there. Okay. Um, so with the starter, we had options: um, mechanically separated meat-filled cocktail glass with bogus mayo. Oh. Would you be interested in that at all? No. Um, pork seepage drizzled with eggnog and served inside a hollowed-out kumquat. That that sounds good. So everyone loves a kumquat. Yeah. And the vegan option was a pumpkin soup. Ah. Yeah. No, I won't have pumpkin. No. No. Uh, the mains uh, options were um, a trio of meats stuffed inside a deep-fried baby seal uh, served in a manger. <laughs> ah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, microwaved duck necks served in an ashtray and decorated with twiglets. Mm, I don't like twiglets, so but I'll remove them and eat the rest. Okay. And the vegan option was a, was a, a nut roast with fresh vegetables and served with a veg stock gravy. Ah, that sounds horrible. No, not interested. Um, dessert options was um, a lemon and dog mince cheesecake with candied lamb leg. Mm, that sounds good. Um, shallow fried shiitake mushrooms with strawberry and oyster card sponge fill <laughs> sponge cake fingers served with a turkey jizz dip. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah uh, and the vegan cool. option was a mango sorbet. <laughs> uh, no. No. Mango not interested. They're a bit hit and miss, these uh, Michelin star restaurants. Yeah. I find. Mm. Sounded good for the most part, though. It was promising. Um, shall we have the next entry of Egg Lampoon's Diary. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. For those of you who don't know who Egg Lampoon is, she once had a song in the charts where mm. she was dressed as a schoolgirl. Yeah. And she may or may not have did it again. Formerly known as Britney Spears. Yeah, well, I was trying not to not to do that, <laughs> but yeah, sure. Um, now known, of course, as Egg Lampoon. changed her name. And... We heard the first entry of her diary last week where um, she found herself in a mysterious chip shop mm-hmm. after a drug and alcohol binge with sex icon Bill Oddie. Yeah. And she didn't know where she was. So let's see how she's fared today. So this was Sunday, November the 22nd, 2020. That's this year. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah, this is... She's brought, this is her diary. She lives in the present. Yeah. Okay. I woke up at 11 a.m., sat upright in what appeared to be a homemade throne of some sort. I had no recollection of where I was, but as I looked around the room, I remembered I'd collapsed in a chip shop owned by a young man called Kazim. I still had no idea what city I was in or where sex icon Bill Oddie was. We were meant to be playing in the famous multi-story car park in Swindon tonight. I needed to get the hell out of this chip shop and find my way to Swindon. As I got up, I remembered I'd blacked out. Had Kazim drugged me? The last memory I had was of him dancing in a wig, singing my first big hit, Hit Me Baby One More Time. 
I left the room and went down some stairs and followed the hallway to find myself behind the counter of the chip shop. Kazim was serving an elderly lady. You put chicken burger in mouth now, lady, he shouted at her. I've had got some issues with the music here. There we go. <laughs> you put chicken burger in mouth now, lady, he shouted at her. She looked scared and followed his order. He started laughing. Ha ha, you look like wrinkled old pig fuck. She started crying and ran out. It was at that moment I knew Kazim was bad news. Ah, you egg lampoon, you work for me now, put on apron. As he went to put the apron around my head, I ducked under him and ran under the counter and out of the shop. I turned left and ran down the street as he chased after me. I kept running with no idea where I was going, until eventually I lost him. I'd arrived at a park. I sat down on a bench to recover and noticed people were pointing at me, looking confused. At first I assumed they recognised me, but then I realised I was dressed as the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz, except instead of hay, the costume was made up of battered sausages and onion bargies. Kazim must have done it while I was unconscious. At least I had plenty of food. I noticed a gaggle of geese approaching me from a nearby lake. Then something very strange happened. One of them spoke to me. Alright geezer, chuck us a bit of crispy meat then. I looked at the people around me to see if they were hearing this, but none of them were. Come on you woofter, share that platter of battered delights with us. What's your name? I asked the goose. He seems to be the leader of the gaggle. Fucking what do you care, arse job? Give me some fucking sausage before I clunk you on your twat. I threw him a bit of battered sausage. More than that, you clart. I've got a family to feed you. I threw a few more bits towards him. Cheers, drive. He waddled off. Right as he left, a lonesome swan approached me. You shouldn't have done that, she said. What the fuck, you two? Do all the animals in this city talk? My name's Mudpuss. I'm the queen of the swans in this park. That was Larry Pissflaps. You shouldn't feed him, it'll just make him worse. He's been terrorising my swans and the ducks here for years. You need to go and take the sausage back from him to teach him a lesson, otherwise he'll be emboldened. If I was in another mood, I'd have probably just left at this point. But I was so annoyed that I kind of wanted to kick the little fuck's head in anyway. So I agreed to take the back to take back the sausages. He was only a goose, what was the worst that could happen? I approached Larry Pissflaps and his gaggle and swiped the sausage out of his beak. What the fucking cunt? He was furious. I don't fucking believe it. He jumped up and started pecking my face manically. His gaggle joined in and before I knew it the whole gaggle were attacking me. I wildly flung my arms around trying to hit them off. I smacked one of the I smacked one of the baby yeah, I smacked one of the baby ones in the face with a solid right hook. One of them opened a cut above my right eye and blood started flying out everywhere. People were gathering around to watch in bewilderment. I could hear hear child crying, children crying, and women screaming. Make her stop as I went to war with the geese. About a minute into the battle I felt someone grab me and pull me away. They shoved a burlap sack over my head and threw me into the back of a van, then drove off. After a few minutes the van pulled over and I was carried out. After another few minutes I was thrown onto a floor and the sack was pulled off me. I was back in the room I'd awoken in and Kazim was stood over me, completely naked, apart from a greasy apron that was too small for him. His manhood was wafting about just centimetres from my face. You egg lampoon, you no leave again. Me Kazim, you go sleep now. With that I blacked out. 
Would I ever see the stage again? Well, sex icon Pilati. Ah. Ah, there we go. <clears throat> wow. She's got herself into, into a, a bit of a yeah, a bit of a situation there for Egg Lampoon. How on earth will she get out of it? Well, she made a brief escape, but Kazim got her. That dastardly Kazim. I guess sometimes you just can't quest. Oof! I accept your quest. I interrupted myself there to issue the quest. Um, okay, so, uh, right. Christmas quest. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Reagan has asked you to create a Reagan so he can live out his dream of opening a store called Ronald Reagan's Reagans. Uh, you will need to farm the required uranium yourself and you do not have any protective clothing. Uh, the, talk is, uh, the clock is ticking. Uh, Ronald Reagan wants his Reagans completed by Christmas 2020 or you will fist him. Oof. First of all, have you accepted the quest? I accept the quest. Um, and what is the success percentage? I'm very confident with this one. Mm -hmm. um, Craig's have a good stock of, of uranium. Yeah, so, uh, naturally. I'll, uh, Goes in half the cocktail, to be fair. Yeah, so I'm confident of that. Um, success percentage is 47%. Oof, it's not bad at all. Pretty good. So this is a friendly matter. <laughs> Would you like to play through the keyhole? Yes. Okay. Of cool. Um, so do for you those of you, wine while while you do that. You oh, mean a pork mojito? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, go on. I'll have, I'll have a bit more pork mojito. Sure. A little bottle of it. Yeah. Oh, you mean the port mojito that you've brought as well? Yes. That's... Got all the all the mojitos. Yeah. I don't even know what port is. To be honest with you, um, is it a wine? I don't know. What's port? <laughs> what is port? Um, Portugal. I should know, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, through the keyhole. Um, okay, so we approach. A, for anyone who doesn't know, um, I've gone around someone's house. I'm going to describe a famous celebrity. I'm going to describe it to Tom, and he's going to try and guess which celebrity's house I, I visited. Mm. Uh, it's based on a TV show here in the UK starring Lloyd Grossman. Chef, famous chef Lloyd Grossman. Yeah. Um, okay, so we approach a gigantic house. Uh, we're told it has 36 rooms. Uh, we kick down the door of the house and we find the reception area. On the marble floor, we notice a fat dog laying next to a paddling pool filled with gravel. Uh, stepping over the dog, we approach a large staircase. Um, the bedroom is large. There are plenty of books everywhere. Uh, the bed is neatly presented and the bee pattern sheets smell of detergent. Um, a... <laughs> Was there bee pattern sheets in the last <laughs> in John Legend's house as well? Who was the last? And Sting's house. And oh, Sting's. Oh, uh, yeah, Sting's. It made sense. Yeah. Um, a Sega Mega Drive is set up with Mortal Kombat uh, cartridge inserted I think inside. I might know who this who this is. Uh, we enter a bathroom and we are met by an acrid aroma. Uh, the sink looks as if it has been chipped away at over a great deal of time with a toffee hammer. Um, there is a sphere of what can only be described as clay in the toilet basin. <laughs> Um, a sword hangs over the shower. Um, I fall down the stairs on the way back to the reception area. Uh, I get up and dust myself down. I have no injuries. Everything is okay. Um, I notice a record hanging on the wall. It is the album Antics by Interpol. Um, the kitchen stinks of boiled cabbage and raw onion. The coffee machine looks well used and there is a toilet next to the fridge featuring a slightly larger ball of clay. So Tom, I ask you, who <laughs> could live in a house like this? 
all these celebrities have um, clay in their toilets. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. The bourgeois, bourgeois thing. Um, I think I know who it is. Okay. And I'm, I'll say because the gravel. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it was a gravel pit. Okay, interesting. And then we've got the bees, mm-hmm. as in the Wu Tang Killer Bees. <laughs> Maybe. And there was uh, antics mm-hmm. because of uh, banks and saucy sauce and banks or whatever they were called. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and there was a record, a sword, like a Shaolin sword. It's the reserve of Wu Tang. It is thing. the reserve. Well, well guessed. Um, it, the house also had thirty six rooms, which was thirty six oh, chambers. Yeah. Yes, so very good. There you go. There is a for you there. Good old uh, Robert Diggs. Yeah, Prince Rakim steals, Bobby steals, and Banks and steals. steals. And banks, yeah. Uh, yeah. You got a job at the moment? No. How did the last one go that we gave you? Whatever it was. It was the uh, something to do with the insane clown posse. It was very good. <laughs> yeah. They're always good to me, but um, they're temporary, very short-term contracts, usually mm. a day or. Do you are looking for a bit of Christmas work? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got some job offers for you if you're interested. Yeah. Um. If you don't accept one of these, you will lose your benefits. I have to tell you that. Okay. Um, so the first one is Rancid Foods Tester. Um, or Taster, sorry. Um, the successful applicant will taste rancid foods so our scientists can record the impact they have on the human body. Uh, you will be paid minimum wage and will be liable for all debilitating effects or death. Uh, no experience necessary, but it is a requirement. Okay. <laughs> it's not necessary, but it is a requirement. Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. What's the next one? Uh, the next one is King. Uh, <laughs> uh, the successful applicant will become King of Lapland. Uh, you will be paid a million dollars a month and will be respected throughout the land. Uh, a full driving license is required. Ah, uh, I don't have a driver's license. I guess that one's out then. That's the problem. We'll have to. Like to we'll king. strike that one off then. Uh, that's a shame. Um, and the last one is a Wu Tang Clothing Ambassador. Oh. Um. Uh, hang on. Well, what about? <laughs> The insane clown posse. Well, um, you will represent Wu Tang at 2021's The Gathering. Uh, Wu nice. Wei has a tight history with worldwide juggalo community, and you will be tasked with maintaining the jug love. Uh, free fay go throughout the event. No driving license required. All bets are off, son. Sweet. Well, this is an easy one. Yeah. Because I love the insane clown posse. Mm-hmm. I love the juggalos. I love Fago. Mm-hmm. I love Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the last one, Wu Wei. Operational manager, whatever it was. <laughs> Wu Tang Clothing Ambassador for Wu Wei. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Well, there you go then. Done. You got yourself a. You got yourself a deal, Bucko. Sweet. As they say in the industry. Or one of them. Um. Oh, one of our other sponsors. <laughs> it's um Acrobito's football report. Oh, I suppose it's more of a segment on the show rather than a sponsor. Yeah. And before I forget, uh, we are sponsored by big, 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 oh, yeah. big, big fellow. Yeah. Good job. We got that in. Mm-hmm. Um, Contractual obligation. So, should we? Last episode, we had Acrobito's uh, report on the Premier League. And Soccer, for Soccer, anyone who doesn't yeah. know. Uh, this week, he's been off to Italy for Serie A. Uh huh. So let's let's hear his report on that. Serie A. Two. Some 
so fluent and eloquently yeah he's got um, almost a bobcat goldthwaite quality about him the way he speaks mm, our reporter acrobito there beautiful uh, talking of football um mm. i've got i've had a fax this afternoon actually just came oh. in um christmas fax from porkminster harriers football club oh. or soccer club for anyone else who lives in north america um so firstly they would like me to advertise their new see-through third kit which is being released just in time for the festive period Uh, Get yourself the new see-through third kit consisting of see-through shorts, shirt and socks designed with uh, player comfort and fan enjoyment in mind. Um, We'll be debuting the kit in our Craig's Cup third round clash against Tursley Rovers. Um, Pre-order your kit from the online shop now. Enter promo code charge me twice please drive and we'll charge you twice with a lovely kiss from the chairman. Oh, there you fantastic. go. Portman's the Harriers there. I've also, um, they've also sent, I think they might have accidentally sent me um, an audio file, oh. which I've transcribed because I, I didn't think it was right to like play it okay. on the show. Um, so I believe this is after, this is um, in their second round clash of the Craig's Cup. Uh, they were 4 0 down at half time, you'll remember, against Egmore. Mm. And miraculously, they came back in the second half to win 17 4. Yeah, great um, And I got this MP3, which I've transcribed, um, of what the manager, Maurice Horse, said to the players at halftime to get them revved up for the oh, second half. Okay. Um, so he said, Right then, listen up, you bunch of pork wranglers. You and I both know that was unacceptable out there. Now, listen, you swines. This is how we're going to play in the second half, right? Paul, Hogan, you're going to be slamming your respective tackles in hard to win the ball back, you bloody ball bags. Then one of you boff the ball over to Bogo. Bogo, you then mince your way down the sideline and beef the ball through the tether. Tether, you're going to have to wank off your marker and nonce the ball through to Eggsy. Eggsy, get to the byline and womp the ball across the six-yard line. And Clarence, all you've got to do is get your Swede on it and up your nan. The ball will find itself in the back of the onion bag. Celebrate your goal by running over to the stands and give, getting a lovely kiss from the chairman. <laughs> got it? Great. Now get out there. And if you follow the orders and we win, I'll buy you all a can of fizzy milk. Oof. There you go. Inspiring words. And it obviously worked a charm. It, it worked. 17 goals in the second half. Yeah. Uh, inspirational from uh, manager Maurice Horse to get yeah. Porkminster Harriers Football Club the win in the Craig's Cup third round against Thirdsley Rovers. No, second round, sorry, against Egmore. They play, uh, they debuted their new kit um, this weekend against Thirdsley Rovers. Yeah. Sounds like they've got Aaron Lennon playing for them. They've mentioned mincing down the <laughs> the wing, yeah. And uh, I don't know. Um, Bruce Grobbola is in goals. <laughs> yeah, I've intercepted some mail for you. Oh, if you're yeah. interested. Um, I went through your your mailbox the oh, other day, and I from uh, the shadow master. Well, oh god. Let me deliver this letter to you, and you can read it for yourself. 
Okay, the header, it's from Ron Monaco's Christmas Legal Services. Oh, the, uh, very niche market there for legal services. It says, uh, hi Tom, I hear you've been having a wonderful time of things lately and I'm super duper, duper happy for you and all that. I do, however, need to lob some hard and distressing news your way. It's my duty to mention you have been summoned before the courts as a matter of urgency by his great supremacy, the Shadow Master. Oh, no. Jeez. He's not going to like that. That'll do. (laughs) He has titled your upcoming hearing, court hearing, Tom is getting a life sentence irrespective of what defence he uses. And he has asked you to attend in the clothes you are currently wearing. Oh, Ooh. this isn't going to go down well in court. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Um, you are hereby summoned to court on the count of hen theft. Oh, dear. And will be expected in court on the 25th of December 2020 at 3am. Oh. So that was at 3am this morning. I've already missed it. Oh, well, that's not going to go oh, down dear. well. The Shadow Council will issue all necessary papers and ensure you are handcuffed for the duration of your weekend. I have been appointed as your lawyer for this. What? Oh, there you go. Court appointed. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's Ron, Ron Monaco. Mm-hmm. Um, and all other hearings you have on this day. Your medical records will be read aloud at sporadic moments throughout the hearing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds invasive. <laughs> yeah. If you have any requests, such as a last meal. What? Please provide this in writing to the Cardiff Family Court within 10 minutes of reading this letter. Oh, God. Your execution will be performed... What? Your execution will be performed following the sentencing in accordance with the orders from on high hosted by Leonard Nimoy. (laughs) God. What? And will be broadcast live on the shopping channel. Oh, no. Semi-popular rapper The Weeknd will perform during all rest breaks. Sounds like quite a big event, then. Yeah. Huh. Have a lovely festive period. See you in court. And you've got a little sad face. Um, very professional. On a forever in the search of truth and liquid swords. Ron Monaco, Christmas Legal Services. Huh. And then we've got a picture of uh, Rabsy Nesbitt with the Christmas cracker at the bottom of the letter. Maybe he's trying to deliver you a Rabsy parcel. Well, looks like I'm being executed then. <laughs> but you've missed this. so you, It's a lucky escape, really. It's, oh, a good, yeah. it's a good job I held onto the letter so you didn't uh, have to go to court. So um, maybe you just get off with it then. If you didn't know about it, then yeah, I guess I you get off scot free. How it works? Oh, that's all time to celebrate then, I suppose. But it would have been handy because you're in the clothes that you're wearing now as well. So, mm. I am in the clothes that I'm wearing now. <laughs> maybe you can go down there after this after the podcast, and and you can ask them if you can still do the hearing. No, I've got a scheduled uh, <laughs> appointment at Craig's. <laughs> Is the weekend going or a twenty-four hour? But I, I assume so. Mm. All celebrities go to Craig's. It's well, probably good. See the weekend at Craig's. Uh, yeah, well, we got it all. Semi-popular rapper um. <laughs> the weekend. Yeah. Oh well, that's nice. Um, yeah. Talking of Craig's, um, got the Land Dallas report. Ah, yeah. Um, he's been visiting uh, Craig's Christmas Grotto this. Uh, this time around. Um, so his review of Chris, Craig's Christmas Grotto goes as follows. I had not visited a Craig's bar since my return from Craig's, the nation formerly known as Portugal. I found myself not in my home. That's a lie, though, because I know he has. Because yeah. he was there after that. 
Anyway, um, I found myself not in my hometown of Egmore, but in the city of Cardiff, Wales. Oh, he's been he's been around. Um, home of the Pit of Chimps hosts, Simon and Tom. Mm. I was here for the Christmas party later in the evening, but found myself lassoed in by the lure of Craig's. So, oh, that's why he wasn't at a Christmas party. Oh. Makes sense now. Anyway, um, once once a man dressed... Hang on, what's going on here? Oh, yeah. Once a man dressed in an elf costume with crossless trousers had freed me from the lasso rope... Um, I took a few moments to soak in the Christmas-themed decor. Tinsel everywhere, Craig's brand baubles all over the place, a 12-foot Christmas tree was situated next to the dance floor with a masked grown man dressed as a fairy inserted on top. Um, beyond the dance floor was a flo- was a door saying... Oh, what the hell? Beyond, beyond the... Da- he sends me these stupid reports. Beyond the dance floor was a door with a sign saying Santa's Grotto. I approached, curious, and entered. Hey, gorgeous, a masked elf said as I entered the long purple lit corridor. Uh, Please take a complimentary turkey martini. I took the pint glass off the tray. Uh, A slice of turkey sat on the rim with cranberry sauce around the rim also. It tasted as good as it sounds, and by this, I mean it was delicious. Follow me, babe, the elf said. I followed. He's through here. I walked through a curtain and found myself standing across from Santa Claus himself. The real deal. Surrounding surrounding Santa were lots of presents and a large whip, which I initially thought was for the reindeer. Uh, Santa tapped his thighs and beckoned me forward to sit on them. I did as he said. I mean, after all, you don't say no to the big man, do you? Um, I never thought, however, Santa would smell so heavily of leather and cigars. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, young man. Same to you, Mr. Claus. What can I get you this year, little boy? A bike? Hot wheels? An unlicensed circumcision? Um, none of those, Santa. I would like a new journal for my reporting and a year's membership to Craig's Executive Lounge. Oh, I think I can arrange this, young man. Thank you. In the meantime, please take this coupon for a half-price Tour Deluxe with brown mayo from Turd Burger. I took the coupon as I looked at Santa dead in the eyes. I peered beneath the surface into his filthy soul. Soul. (laughs) Wait a minute. I pulled his fake beard off. It wasn't the real Santa after all. Lewis, what are you doing impersonating Santa? I needed a second job. The management post at Turdburger didn't pay enough to enjoy the lavish lifestyle I'm used to. I guess we are in the midst of a pandemic, huh? Yes. I can provide additional services for a competitive price. Are you saying what I think you're saying? I am saying what you think I am saying. Would you uh, Would you take a tenner? Yes. Yes, yes I would. Lewis dropped to his knees as I began unzipping my jeans. All in all, I would give Santa's Grotto at Craig's Bar a perfect 10 out of 10. A fun day out for all the family. So there you go. Wow. Louis Figo again. Louis Figo up. with his new job. Santa it's temporary it's temporary though. Well, maybe we'll see him uh, later maybe 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 not got some entertainment news oof let's have the entertainment news ident there we go uh, entertainment news Bizarre Magazine's top lad of 2020 Tony Blackburn has broken up with his girlfriend Katy Perry TMZ released footage of what appears to be a serious altercation between the two filmed by a passerby on Sunset Boulevard 
the sex icon was singing We Three Kings, seemingly in good spirits, while Katy Perry scorned at him. She then slapped him on his bulging pectoral muscles and accused him of having a terrible voice. Tony proceeded to powerbomb her through a nearby table and continued walking and singing. Two hours later, he posted a selfie of him and Jennifer Lawrence copping on a beach. Mm. So there we go. Um, in other news, former Tottenham Hotspur legends Ronnie Rosenthal, Ruel Fox and Leon Pio have recorded a Christmas, <laughs> a Christmas Jesus album. Jesus Christ. Uh, the they lead- can dig in deep there for the Spurs <laughs> stars. The lead single, All I Want for Christmas, is an extra time goal from Jonathan Woodgate, will be released this Sunday. Other tracks on the album include I Saw Timu Tainio Kissing Mido, uh, Pascal Chimbonda is coming to town, and it's beginning to look a lot like Bale isn't even going to make the first team. There we go. Beautiful. More Spurs stars getting in on the uh, pop action. Yeah. I still need to get that album by um, Eric Forsfeld. Yeah. Yeah. And Mido. And Mido, yeah. (laughs) Mido's album. He's doing a duet with um, Mick Hucknall from Simply Red. Mm. Mido Mido featuring Mick Hucknall. Yeah. A cover of uh, Fairgrounds or whatever it was called. Yeah. And the B-side's going to be White Christmas Mm. featuring Mido on drums. I've got a note here that just... Oh, no, I know what that is. That's okay. Oh, okay, I'm mysterious. I've got some oh. uh, just some quick-fire questions for you. Okay. Don't be alarmed. They're not for any particular reason. Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, would you like to go large for an extra 30p? Yes. Uh, we don't have your shoe size in stock. Would three sizes smaller be any good for you? Because we do have those. Y- yes. Um, do you see the future of humanity as triangular? Yes. Gorilla Monsoon? Yes. Have you been a good boy this year? Yes. Can I interest you in a mug of liquidized toast? Yes. Thank you for taking part in this survey. Would you like to participate in future surveys? Yes. Okay. Question? Mm. Oh, that was intense. It was. But I had to ask. I was contractually obliged to answer, ask you them. Okay. I've got um, a new segment here. Oh, okay. Let's get the new segment report. Sounds. Whatever it is. There we go. We had a, Seg- we had a natural one last time, which was an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is a segment featuring another celebrity. Um, here we go. So Morgan Freeman has been very active on Facebook recently. Oh, big Morg. The- <laughs> <laughs> All right, calm down. Um, He's been putting some statuses up on Facebook, and I'm just going to share one of them. Okay. And then I'll share another one on the next episode, just to spread the word of Morgan Freeman. So, I don't know if this one's going to be appropriate, but let's go with it anyway. Mm. So, he's um, started off with a big picture of a laughing emoji with tears coming out of it. Oh, yeah. And here's the text he's put below that. And where did he put this? On Facebook, and Instagram, and Twitter... All of Morgan Freeman's dot com um, dot com yeah right. Morgan Freeman dot com forward slash uh, this piece of news yeah mm-hmm. he says yeah I get hordes of people asking for lifts especially when I was employed as a Domino's minimum wage and car lifts followed in Amazon <laughs> South Marston through PMP recruitment and B and Q warehouse South Marston <laughs> like I owe something then when I say no. They will be bitch to me while working just simply all of them did nothing and never met in my life. Why give lift for one pound drop somewhere in town? 
taxi start meter at £3.50 as soon as you get in the taxi. I would be putting myself in compromising situation or losing my belongings in my own outright 7,500 car. They'd be like £1. And then he's put an emoji of someone, the face palm. Uh-huh. Pulling your face for a car less than £30 or having a heart attack when car insurance quotes over £1,500. And he's put uh, a laughing, crying emoji, a rolling laughing, crying emoji, and then a shock emoji. Oof. I didn't know anyone with my car apart from my family. They were there when I failed my theory test by one mark, face palm. Ooh. And seven marks, second attempt. I got there at the end, party emoji, third attempt. Oh. So there we go. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Uh, I've got one more from Morgan Freeman I'll put on here as well. Is it Morgan Spurlock? No, Morgan Freeman. Ah, oh, okay. Um, where's the one I wanted to... I wanted to share. Maybe... Uh, where? I'll just uh, I'll do an interlude while you're um, doing this. Yeah, I'll have a I'll look for this. Fly you to the moon and back if you be, if you be my baby. You can listen to me drink some wine. Uh, port, port mojito. I don't know. I'll just I'll just read this one. This is another good. Oh, oh spicy. Oh. <laughs> Uh, here's another one from Morgan Freeman again some interesting words hating on me tusk tusk and it's my fault it's okay that's always the case man's living in shared accommodation tusk tusk you don't even drive none not even a piece of shit mixed designer on your body and catch a bus to do your just over minimum wage to pay your rented accommodation your broke ass not on my level hey uh, I'm Chet Lee <laughs> shit I've set up <laughs> Should have set up OnlyFans account, help you out, get your own crib. Oh yeah, I'm saying I'm rich. Which part that I said, that Lameo broke ass, you are that cause, you're uneducated, what you do? Warehouse, minimum wage, plus 35p per hour, Lameo. Oh shit, isn't 50p more per hour? Damn, got wrong info, wait, oh yeah, ha. <laughs> there we go. Oh, very... so he's getting a bit big for his boots, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, big Morg, as they call him. He hates minimum wage as well. He's got a real problem with minimum wage. It's a common thing. Minimum wage people or minimum wage jobs? Both, I think. But we can't confirm that for legal reasons. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's obviously going to listen to this show. <laughs> yeah. And sue us. Um, there we go. Is it time to phone Glenda? Yeah. From well, Netflix? We can do. Is uh, it time to do it, though? It's... She said... Um... Because well, I know just, she's got a she's got a, um, a an old clock with some guy from Hulu, um, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Apple, um, the Cardiff Video Store, and Blockbuster.com. Mm, choices, and choices video, yeah, and uh, video often from um, Swindon, yeah, City Road. Um, um, I say we just give her a call. All the big hitters in the movie business, right there. Let's give her a call. So this is Glenda from Netflix, and we're gonna we're gonna yep, and we're gonna um we're gonna do the bloody business. We're gonna pitch our movies, and if she's interested, she's interested, and if she isn't, then there's gonna be a problem. Fuck her. Right. So, um, yeah, I won last time, and I got to work with Glenda, and um, we're we're doing really well with the new film. Let's see if she's. 
what even is Glender anyway? Just the Netflix. Hello, Glenda. Can you hear me? I can. Hi. Hello, oh. this is Thomas Wallace from the Pit of Chimps podcast. I'm here with Simon Leroy Reed. Hello. Hello, Thomas and Simon. Yeah, spicy. We were running a bit ahead of time. We hope that's okay. You're not in any meetings, are you? No, just the the uh, Christmas party. Uh, oh. But it's just me. <laughs> that's Netflix for you. Alone. That's Netflix for you. Yes. Uh, it is, of course, Christmas Day, so just from us, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Um, who do you want to go first with our movie pitch this week? Uh, you. <laughs> okay. So Thomas, go. to go to roll first. So my movie pitch for Netflix this episode... So, as it's Christmas, I've come up with a Christmas-themed film. Um, it's called Ho Ho Ho, Three Hoes and a Baby. Um, and the... What's it called? Synopsis. Ted Danson, Tom Selleck and Steve Gutenberg reprise their roles from the 1987 classic Three Men and a Baby in this Christmas-themed sequel. Set 30 years after the original film, Peter, Michael and Jack have all become heroin addicts and are estranged from Mary, the original baby. Uh, they live in a crack pit under the Brooklyn Bridge with a highly successful stock trader called Plonk McAdams, who will be played by Oprah Winfrey. Um, Plonk provides them with free heroin in exchange for amusing anecdotes about the events that took place in the previous films. On Christmas Day, they awake to find a baby has been left in a nearby bin uh, they decide to kick their drug habits and reform their lives to raise the baby. However, they're unable to find any jobs and Plonk is only willing to supply heroin to them, which they obviously can't give the baby. Um, so to make money, they become prostitutes. Um, the next three hours is essentially a porn film with each actor performing real sex acts with a variety of actors in various New York tourist attractions. Um, here's a list of just a few of the sex scenes we're going to have in the film. So we've got Tom Selleck and Burt Reynolds having sex in Central Park. Uh, we've got Steve Gutenberg and Tom Hanks on top of the Empire State Building. Um, Ted Danson and Sigourney Weaver in the mouth of the Statue of Liberty. Uh, Tom Selleck and Johnny Five from the film um, Short Circuit in Times Square. Uh, Steve Gutenberg and Martin Short um, in the Museum of Modern Art and all three men and the cast of Police Academy in an orgy in Madison Square Garden during halftime of the NBA Finals um, after all the sex wow. they, <laughs> after those three hours of sex um, they earn enough money to rent an apartment they say goodbye to their good friend Plonk McAdams, who remains in the crack pit, and the rest of the film plays out in exactly the same manner as the original Three Men and a Baby film. That sounds uh, harrowing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's an experience. It's a sensual <laughs> experience for all the senses. Ha ha harrowing to begin with, then sexy. Yeah. Mm. 
And I was thinking we'd have it in, um, obviously it'll be in 4D and we'll have all the smells and the scents <laughs> come through the cinema. Um, oh, Christ. <laughs> and we'll waft like a, a air that will have certain tastes into people's faces as well. So you'll be able to taste taste all the all the smells and the yeah it'll be a sensation <laughs> and a revival for Johnny Five as well I'm happy I'm excited to see that yeah <laughs> even if he is just getting buggered <laughs> or maybe he's the one doing the buggering or maybe yeah Johnny Five <laughs> is alive um, so there we go I'll pass you over to Simon for the uh... oh brilliant thank you um, I'll deliver my film idea. I'm just going to say, just to make it even, we're also going with all the 4D things Tom just said. Um, and my working title is Christmas in Seattle, so I'm also going with a Christmas-themed <laughs> film here. Uh, and I was thinking it could maybe star Meg Ryan, Lucy Liu, and RuPaul as themselves. Um, it will be written and directed by the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Um So this documentary-style film stars Meg Ryan as a woman trying to make ends meet following um, the lack of acting work as she grows elderly. Um, The careers of Lucy Liu and RuPaul are, on the other hand, thriving, and they are getting some fabulous shopping done in Seattle. Um, They've got gifts for everyone, with the Prezi's coming from such top brands as Gucci, Moncler, and, of course, Seconda. Uh, Meg... (laughs) Meg, on the other hand, is at home crying while scrolling through websites like Wish.com and Alibaba. She considers venturing out for a visit to Hypervalue or a thrift store, but she decides she can't be bothered. Uh, Lou and Ru, that's Lou, Lucy Lou and RuPaul, um, arrive at Meg's house with their gifts and begin wrapping them for their A-list celebrity friends, such as Clooney, Cruz and Carrot Top. Um, <laughs> Seeing the glittery, high-quality gifts, Meg breaks down, realising she cannot afford to buy Christmas presents for even her Z-list celebrity pals, such as Queen Latifah, Ryan Philippe, or Jazzy Jeff. She asks asks Lucy Liu and RuPaul for the greatest gift of all. With all parties in agreement to make Meg's number one Christmas wish come true, Lucy Liu and RuPaul go halvesies on a noose. Uh, the film ends with Meg Ryan dangling behind Lucy Liu and RuPaul as they and their celebrity friends all joyfully open in their presents on Christmas Day. Uh, RuPaul pops the cork on a bottle of Bucks Fizz and the film cuts to black. Uh, My Way by Limp Biscuit plays over the credits. <laughs> so, um, and that's Christmas in Seattle for your consideration. Wow. With that... That does sound like quite the uh, the Christmas epic. Yeah, it's uh, fun for all the family. <laughs> Unless you're part of Meg Ryan's family, that is. <laughs> um, no, you can pour yourself some more pork mojito there. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, which one are you going to go with that? I mean, both very strong contenders, I mm. think. Absolutely. Uh I mean, yeah, uh, I really want to see Tom Selleck and Burt Reynolds go at it. Um, that's a, that's a, something I do need to see, I think. But then also, Meg Ryan's story seems so sad. I believe she could win the Oscar for this, finally, after all Posthumously. this time. Yeah. <laughs> 
Close Thomas Lee. Uh, she's going to win the Oscar. Or maybe this week, seeing as it's Christmas. Maybe you could, could fund both, both films. No. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah. Harsh but fair. Or neither. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Equally fair and reasonable, to be honest. Well, as as it is uh, Christmas Day, after all, mm. uh, I think, yes, both films <laughs> would be, should, will be made. Yes. Brilliant. Fantastic. We'll be in touch with the budgeting uh, and uh, will requirements. Oh, I'm sure Sure, it's all above board. Yeah. Just take what you need. Yeah, we we'll, will. And we'll see you in crates later. Oh, yes, please. We hear you're flying over from Hollywood for an hour in Craig's Cardiff. <laughs> it would, uh, would, wouldn't be different to any other year. I'll buy you a dog dirt mudslide. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. You better. <laughs> right. All right, Glenn. Uh, anything else you want to add to uh, to the Pit of Chimps fan base? Have you got any films in the you know horizon? Oh, there's uh, a film coming out shortly after Christmas. Um, it's a, a story, uh, a period drama, with uh, it's basically about a woman who's bequeathed. A uh, her mother dies and she's left part of her mother's engagement ring and it's got a little inscription in it. So the film is just her going from uh, different jewelers trying to uh, decipher what's written inside the ring, uh, the engagement ring. Um, so that one, that's coming out soon. It, <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah, it's good. Look out for it. It's called Please Look at My Ring Piece. <laughs> it sounds like a thrilling uh, time, all action. It is, it is. Who's and it? it's also the first, the first Netflix original to feature um, a full erect penis. Oh. Uh, yeah. who, who's in it? David Jason, David Jason was insistent on that. <laughs> He, uh, he said it was a deal breaker. Who plays the woman? Uh, Dame Judy Dench. Oh, oh naturally. Yeah. Usually yeah. they're all Meryl Streep in it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The uh, although weirdly, um, although it does contain an erection, David Jason's erection. Mm-hmm. Uh, the BBFC have rated it uh, PG, so just to warn uh, parents out there, if they plan on watching it with their kids, they, they, there is full-on pipe in the <laughs> film. We'll be looking out for her eagerly with our hands and fingers hovering over the pause button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be worth it. Yep. Well, very exciting. Well, Merry Christmas and all that. Um, we'll see you soon with the contracts. And um, we'll have a whole 50% each of the Netflix uh, yearly 2021 film budget for these two films. Great. Cool. Right. Speak to you uh, next, well, later in Craig's. See you later. Have a year.
<laughs> Have a year. Bye. And crazy golf. Bye. Oh, ended. Oh, that's the end of that. There we go. So we're getting our films uh, sorted. Fantastic. Well, we're both. iPhone disconnected. Yep. Ready both. to pair. Ready to pair. Um, we're both. We're uh, yeah. Cool. We're in it's the big time good. now, Billy Big Bollocks. We're going to be <laughs> lounging in with Michael Bay and bloody uh, Keith Gillespie. <laughs> yeah, former Newcastle FC. All the A-list salute superstars of Hollywood. Johnson Ball, Pork. Will Smith, bloody um, Alan Shearer, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, the whole cast of Transformers, The Dark Side of the Moon, or whatever it's called. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm going to pour it near the microphone so people can hear it. It is yeah. Christmas after all. Oh, that was a nice ending. The oh, pitch raised. We've ended the uh, the polythene bag full of pork mojito. There we go. Um, oh, should we hear? This is pre's. This is pre drinks uh, before we go. Oh, yeah, to get us primed for Craig's mm-hmm. you've normally got to have a few drinks before you go there oh yeah it's, well, it's standard they do a breathalyzer when you get to the door yeah not that Landalis writes about that really shall we hack um, shall we have Mark Mode's song oh yeah sure he's not doing film reviews anymore mm-hmm. uh, for any international listeners you might not know Mark Mode is probably the UK's most famous uh, film critic Lovely oh, delivery there, uh, Tom. <laughs> that pork mojito is uh, going down lovely. Um, <laughs> but he's turned to music now. On last the mm. last episode, he kind of morphed into a song halfway through a review, and I think he's got a taste for it. Mm. So here's a song which he has called um, Russell Crowe's Fat. <laughs> what? Um, is that a statement, or is it a comment on the fat that Russell Crowe has? I don't know. We'll have to find out and oh, listen, well, I let's, suppose. Let's hear it, then. Let's see what he's saying. I really like Independence Day. I don't have anything against <clears throat> Independence Day. I really like Independence Day. I don't have anything against <clears throat> Independence Day. The world is going to hell in a handcart because people talk with funny accents like this. I really like Independence Day. And we've already seen the Queen scuffling on the Italian Prime Minister. I don't have anything against <clears throat> Independence Day. And then we have a sort of flippity gibbet type woman. I really like Independence Day. John Cusack will become crushed. I don't have anything against <clears throat> Independence Day. I've got this birthday card. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Russell Crowe's fat. Fat is the new ugly. We've been surveilled all the time, looked at by helicopters flying in the sky. I'm a, I'm a handsome butch guy, I want an award. Learn the argument to take on the bosses, buy the painter. Russell Crowe's incomprehensible. Incomprehensible is the new ugly. We eat a bunch of cake. It's a whole bunch of cake, mate. It really is, some tinnies and a whole bunch of cake. There we go. Wow. <laughs> what a statement. Mark Mode there getting in on the music action. Mm. I don't mind Independence Day either, sorry. Yeah, he's just making it clear that he really likes Independence Day. Mm. And that Russell Crowe is fat. Yeah, nothing wrong with either statement there, just <laughs> facts. Mm. So, uh, there's, there's that. Yeah. I've um, just written the words Clark Vanderbeek 
Van der Beek there. Oh. So there's something. <laughs> That's <laughs> There's that. It's very Christmassy, uh, indeed. Okay. We'll have a online uh, petition against this. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get hold of us in the meantime, um, just Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, and Peter Chimps, the at symbol uh, dot, dot net. Google. Hotmail? Hotmail. Uh, then a full stop, uh, and then COM. Get us on MSN message. Get us in a Yahoo chat room. We'll meet you in the nineties hip hop mm. Yahoo chat room. Yeah. At seven p.m. every night. Yeah. Do you remember when we met? Uh, the um, <laughs> Yahoo Jeff, Yahoo Jeff. chat with Jeff, with Jeff Colplum, the real deal, Jeff yeah. Colplum. Uh, we had a fan fan chats with like celebrities it was all the rage back then, wasn't it? They'd all hop online after a TV show and have a fan interaction mm. in a chat room, and um, Jeff Colplum was one of them, and he was telling us all about his collection of fingernails. Yeah. Very spicy interaction with Jack Goldblum. Yeah. yeah, he collects fingernails from all around the world. So if you ever see Jeff Goldblum in public, or you know that he's going to be around, go up to him, give him a bag of fingernails, <laughs> and he'll be uh, happy as Larry. I'm fairly excited to see what you're capable of. Merry Christmas. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> we'll see you in the new year in 2021, um, and it'll all be over by then, probably. Yeah. You know what we're talking about. <laughs>